0: It is rare in my experience to witness someone sneeze in public and not hear a responding, bless you. It happens most of the time, and when it doesn't, there is a rather nervous shifting among those who, like me, hesitate as we move our eyes from one to another with the unspoken question, aren't you going to say it? It is common. It is expected. And in a world and a time where people seem almost hopelessly divided along political, religious, economic, cultural, and ethnic lines, this seems to be a cultural tradition, a ritual, if you like, that effortlessly crosses all such lines and pops out of the mouths of all kinds of people, even those you may think have little or no connection to the language or practice of blessings now granted this conclusion of mine was not reached through the rigor of a scientific or sociological study but simply based on my limited experiences and increasingly faulty memory and what i say should be taken with at least a grain of salt In fact, you may want to keep the shaker nearby when you hear that I sought to convince my wife Hanji that the German phrase she grew up hearing, gesundheit, actually meant God bless you. She was rightly skeptical, and I was wrong. As I'm sure you all know, gesundheit means something closer to good health. So to bolster my credibility just a little, I will stick to a language that is more familiar to me for the remainder of the sermon. In English, what I hear post-sneeze is bless you. And technically, that is shorthand for God bless you. But why? According to the Library of Congress, one origin story suggests that ancient humans thought that the soul, light, and invisible as air resided in one's head. And that the forceful exhalation that comes with a sneeze may actually result in a person losing their soul unless God's blessing prevented this from happening. In a variation on that same theme and one that may resonate with our ongoing COVID experience, some thought that sneezing expelled evil spirits from one's body. So the blessing that was called forth was also and maybe especially for those in the vicinity of the sneezer, asking God to protect them from these newly homeless evil spirits. (laughs) While I doubt very much that these origin stories figure into people continuing this practice, what seems to have survived beyond the why is the how of blessing. It is assumed that we do have the power to bestow blessings. Bless you. Or at least that we can be influential in directing blessings to where they are needed. God bless you. As a minister who has always been a little uneasy with the notion that I have special powers of blessing because I am a clergy person, this more democratic distribution of blessing ability is appealing to me if still sometimes puzzling. But if we do have the power to bless, and I've always loved that poem by Rebecca Parker, which shared and shared in the reading, which affirms in its first line, your gifts, whatever you discover them to be, can be used to bless or curse the world. If we do, every one of us have the power to bless, it strikes me that we are wasting a lot of blessing energy on sneezes. (laughs) Now that is a little tongue-in-cheek, I know, but it is also a little ache in heart. If I believe Rebecca Parker when she writes that I can use my gifts to bless the world and I do, Most of the time, believe that. Am I trying to figure out how that might work? Am I keeping it in mind each day? Am I practicing as best I can this admittedly amazing power? How does one bless? And can one bless the whole world? What does it mean to use my gifts to bless? It helps me to think of it from the receiving end. I resonate with a wonderful sermon that Jamie Wolfe gave here in February of 2020 on this very subject. I am much more comfortable realizing that I am blessed than in thinking I can bless others. And I admit I find it a little puzzling when people encourage me to have a blessed day. Do I control that? What would make it blessed, exactly? It's really not much different than have a good day. It is not the command that it first appears and has more likely just dropped the opening words, hope you. Hope you have a blessed day. Hope you have a good day. And I have taken to accepting it. Have a blessed day as an invitation to raising my awareness of all that is well with me and the world, even in the midst of struggle. I am blessed. There are people in my life who have carried blessings for me, who have been blessings to me. But can I bless someone in return? Who and how? In the South, I am told, you are apt to hear the phrase, bless your heart, bless their hearts. Beware. It is not always an unequivocal wish for goodness or God's favor. It's a phrase that sometimes carries sharp criticism, condescension, or pity, depending on the context For instance, hearing how I had declared with such certainty that Gesundheit meant God bless you in German, a person may say, oh, bless his heart, meaning basically, what an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But what's interesting to me here is the idea of bestowing blessings upon people whom one may not particularly like or approve of, Or agree with, what if those blessings bestowed, well, bless their hearts, were real, unequivocal blessings? British novelist Graham Greene has an interesting passage in one of his short stories where he writes You don't bless what you love, it's when you want to love and you can't manage it. You stretch out your hands and you say, God, forgive me that I can't love, but bless this thing anyway. We have to bless what we hate, he writes. It would be better to love, but that's not always possible. Unlike Green, I can't imagine bestowing a blessing if bestowing a blessing is in my power. I cannot imagine bestowing a blessing that would exclude those I love. But if I am to use my gifts to bless the world, if I can imagine something like blessing the world, I will necessarily also be blessing those whom I admittedly sometimes hate, those who I spend my time fighting against, those who confound me with their stubbornness, their venom, their hypocrisy, their lack of compassion. I will be using my gifts to bless even those that respond to a blessing with hatred, with violence, with fury. What would such a blessing look like? A member of our congregation, Ken Hill, sent me a New York Times column by Thomas Friedman from November 22nd called The Rescuers, which tells stories of people bravely engaging in heroic, compassionate actions across the presumably uncrossable barriers between Palestinians and Israelis amid devastating acts of terror. They use whatever gifts they have to help one another and refuse to give in to hatred even when they are the victims of it. An Israeli Israeli Arab shop owner donates 50 bikes to Jewish kids who survived the Hamas attacks of October 7th. After his shop is burned down by nationalist Israeli Arab youth, a crowdfunding campaign in Hebrew and English raises more than $200,000 to help him rebuild. Israeli Bedouins help to rescue Israeli Jews even though they run the risk of abduction and murder by Hamas, who considers them Jews and thus enemies, and suffer the discrimination and suspicion of Israeli Jews who consider them Hamas sympathizers. Bedouins saving Israeli Jews from Hamas are in turn saved by a rescued israeli jewish woman from being shot by the israeli army after they rescue her they managed to find a way to bless one another and reading about those actions made me think of parker writing while there is injustice anesthetization or evil, there moves a holy disturbance, a benevolent rage, a revolutionary love, protesting, urging, insisting, that which is sacred will not be defiled. But those are extreme situations that Friedman describes, I know, situations that I don't have to face in my everyday life and yet it feels like there's some kind of lesson here if i believe that my gifts whatever i discover them to be can be used to bless or curse the world the poem doesn't say if you live in a war zone it doesn't say if you are particularly courageous It doesn't say anything about what the gifts have to be, but it does say we only have two choices about using them. You must answer this question, what will you do with your gifts? It's an either or, it's a choice. You see, not through a sneeze, but there is evil that is loosed upon the world and it comes from within us. We humans are all carriers. And we are at risk in our response to that evil. It is not hyperbolic to say that we are at risk of losing our souls, our humanity, our compassion, depending on how we choose to bless or to curse. Choose to bless the world. The choice to bless the world is more than an act of will, a moving forward into the world with the intention to do good. It is an act of recognition, a confession of surprise, a grateful acknowledgement that in the midst of a broken world, unspeakable beauty, grace, and mystery abide. There is an embrace of kindness that encompasses all life, even yours, even mine, even ours. You see, blessing can still feel like a lot when I consider it coming from me, but I'm not sure that it has to come from me, but rather through me. And by that, I don't necessarily mean that I'm a channel for some divine being, but rather blessing may be like breathing, like what we said a couple weeks ago about giving and receiving, part of a natural cycle. When I think in terms of the blessings I have received from others, I can more easily imagine myself trying to pay that forward. And even at those times, I'm not really feeling it. I'm not having one of those blessed days. I can imagine trying to be the blessing that i wish to receive be the change i want to see be the blessing i want to receive giving receiving as love shows us how from you i receive to you i give together we share and from this we live and these pretty words may belie the fact that this is difficult work Choosing to bless the world is going to be damn frustrating and challenging and humbling, which makes it so important that the choice to bless the world will draw you into community. The endeavor shared, the heritage passed on, the companionship of struggle, the importance of keeping faith. None of us alone can save the world. But what if each of us carry the power to bless it, to bestow a blessing on all that is? What if? That is another possibility waiting. Please rise in body or spirit and join in singing number 308, The Blessing of the Earth and Sky, in our gray hymnal. You may follow the words on the screen. Don is going to introduce it and lead us.
1: Since this hymn is a little bit unfamiliar to some of us, uh, particularly me, um, I'm going to sing it through first, and then you all will join me. Um, Okay. (laughs) The blessings of the